0: Welcome to Tilth Talk Radio. Today we're going to be talking about tasseling and give a little bit of a corn update as far as when we think things will start moving along. In our spotlight, we're going to look at the first solar-powered center pivot system that's launched in Nebraska. Egg History Minute, we're going to talk about detasseling. We'll wrap things up with some cool beans that's corny with some current events. So with me today are Bill Schauberg. Hey guys. Max Garvey. What's up everybody? Todd Schomberg, hate all the Tilties out there, and I'm Matt Bruger, all with Tilth Agronomy. You got it right this week, Tom. yeah.
1: No, I was with all you guys. It is weird. I like being at, like they, bat and clean up with where I get to say my catchphrase. It's kind of fun. Not like, on the spot without, quite as much. Yeah, got to hold the sequence, man. It's kind of like when, it, when you're not out here for cool beans. That's corny. It gets hard to do the cool beans part. So yeah, it's good. Good you guys are here.
2: Teams back. Full disclosure: I felt like I was replaced. New Bill? New <laughs> hey Bill. New Bill. Shout I, out to, he did a great job.
1: He did an awesome job, but it was weird looking over and seeing another Bill there with the Diet dude just pounding it in,
2: in my chair. Yeah.
1: He was literally in your chair with my the my Diet Diet Like on the board here, it says it says Bill's mic right on it. So it was easy running the board right. and having it all I right. set. just
0: wish he hadn't destroyed the bathroom before. He
1: left.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, Bill. <laughs>
1: It was destroyed, but it wasn't. Yeah, was yeah. It, <laughs> it Bill's, <laughs> wasn't Bill's fault. No, it was it was good, good week. Yeah, thanks for Bill for being on. We appreciate it. it. Went went good. So it's good. Good, you guys are back.
0: It's good to be back.
2: Welcome back.
0: All right. Well, it's really kind of a dead zone when it comes it to sports like right middle now. Middle of July feels like. It's the dog days, man. The dog days. I mean, most most of the year there's always the real stretches of what to talk about, like, you know, second week of the season, if the playoffs started today <laughs> type stuff. But <laughs> playoffs really Is that Francesa? Who are you working <laughs> with? <there? laughs> really at this point, there's just nothing like all star breaks next week, so you know, that's kind of a dead time for baseball. Mm-hmm. they you have know, you know, mini Well, what do we, really in football? The biggest
1: thing we're talking about is our quarterback's girlfriend and tats. So right. It's, yeah, it's, not, it's not a bl- <laughs> blue of it. earth.
2: He's, yeah. he's becoming more loony as the we, years go on. Like, <laughs> it's just a weird dude. I can't figure out why Devontae Adams wanted to
3: play for somebody else.
1: <laughs> for his old college buddy roommate? Yeah, yeah, weird. Or this guy that's getting new tats and a wacky girlfriend? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Makes
3: sense. You got the most basic hipster tat I've ever seen, too. Like, you go to Starbucks and Appleton,
0: guaranteed you see the same one. (laughs) I thought it was the map from Goonies at first. (laughs) I was like, oh, no, it's not that cool. Man, if he listens to this, he's going to be very offended. (laughs) (laughs) If he listens to this, I will be very surprised. He's not listening.
1: He's not our target audience. No.
0: Not at all. Yeah, we, I mean, even competitive eating, the big Big show was last week with the 4th of July eating contest. And no surprise, Joey Chestnut, you know, we talked about it a little bit last week, but you guys didn't get your your two cents in. So what did you think of the Nathan's hot dog eating contest and the protester getting knocked off stage by Joey Chestnut
2: mid-hot dog? That's that's awesome. That'd be like a running back running down the field and just... There's a guy coming. The streaker, on. The streaker. comes on, and he, just and he just like stiff arms him. He just like stiff arms him to the ground, like and, and still
1: makes a touchdown. Yeah, and play, like and play go. Like if that happens in any other sport, like everything's sort of shut down. Yeah. you know, you like Derrick Henry's they, they,
2: him and yeah. just keeps going.
3: So, are you, you good? Can I go on my thing now? So uh, <laughs> oh, that you guys are going to wow, wow. buckle. Up. You guys are wow. going to buckle up for this. Okay. okay. <laughs> Strip. <laughs> Joey we'll Chestnut. Click undoubtedly the greatest athlete we've ever seen across any sport undoubtedly it's not even close okay 15 time Nathan's hot dog eating contest champion 15 this year he did it tackling a protester on a broken foot okay or not broken foot he had some Does a broken
0: foot really matter at a eating
3: contest though I mean he couldn't stand he wasn't supposed to stand so yeah Did it, he sit No he did stand but he wasn't supposed to but when he tried to sit How can you in eat? practice he only oh, ate sitting. 56 Yeah So then he's like, I'm going to stand. Okay,
2: wait a minute there. That's something no one thinks about. Like, you just go 4th of July and you pound 67 hot dogs or whatever he did. But how many days prior is he pounding? Well, the other part of like... Hot dogs. Like, you've got to feel like
1: crap all the time. That's 20,000-some calories in one sitting. Like, So these guys are athletes because they got to work out to burn off all that calories they eat. Like, when eating kind of first started, it was all these big fat guys. And yeah. then you realize, like, holy crap, the wouldn't fit guys. Then Kobayashi have... came
3: and, like, yeah. they have, the good guys have, like, insane cardio, too. Because right. they have to be able to breathe, like, without <laughs> breathing, basically. Without choking. Like, it's funny. Like, oh, yeah, I'm league eating. Like, yeah, whatever. They're not real athletes. Okay, well, they are. So, it's just what they push their bodies to do is unbelievable. I mean, you eat, like, three hot dogs, and you're like, oh, my tummy. Oh. Good. Go to the, like at the,
1: yeah at Burger Fest, they got a hamburger eating contest. And like most years, people top out at three, you know, like it, like you'd think like, oh, I could do better. Like, yeah, go, go prove that. Like
0: it it all depends, you know, through the years they've had different ones. just for a while, those burgers it, were quite large. It, yeah. It, yeah, they did the, th- when Hardee's first came out with a thick burger, it was like a thick burger eating contest. <laughs> yes. And then at one point it was also a White Castle Slider's. Mm-hmm. So that, if you only ate three White Castle sliders, I think would, would be, be a pretty, pretty poor showing. But
2: When we did that like two years ago for Dairy Month when we did the milk thing. Oh, yeah, the milk. That was the, what did we have? Just little pints? Or? Yeah, yeah, there were pints, yeah. I had two of those and I was done for the rest of the day.
3: Uh, so I'm just going to throw it out there. We are lucky to be alive when Joey Chestnut is. We're lucky to see it happen. Like if you got to watch Jordan play, you're lucky. You got to see Chestnut eat. Lucky.
2: At the same time it is gross. Oh, it's disgusting. <laughs> it's the
0: athlete we didn't
2: need. It takes me
3: like three days to be ready to eat a hot dog again.
2: So remember <laughs> a couple years ago they came out, like some British came study came out and said like every time you eat a hot dog you lose twenty minutes of your life? Yeah. And then if you eat certain things you gain back. So like shouldn't he be critically dead by right, now then? Right, like Like, you eat peanuts, you gain 10 minutes. You eat a hot dog, you lose 20. Like,
0: between last year and this year, I think he's got to be at like 150 hot dogs just just in two years.
3: And he eats, in practice, he eats 80. Oh, yeah.
1: The other parts of the time, 10 minutes is not, it's not a long time. Like, and it's, like, he's got it. Like, that's even the limit of, like, how physically you could.
2: Put them yeah. in here, is his taste knowledge. buds just numb? <laughs> wow. No, yeah. they're
3: not. He is very he like has like specific tastes and things he likes and doesn't like. like I mean, because he won't do. They're
2: dumping them in water, right, to get it loose, just to, to moosh do, the yeah, yeah the bun, bun. <laughs> like that. Yeah, no,
3: I heard a quote from someone who competed with him one time, and they said, you know, I, I, Major League Eating was a joke, and I showed up. I got in the contest one year, and like in the Nathan's hot dog contest, and he's like, I showed up. I was just there to have a good time, and I was talking to Joey Chestnut before the thing. And he said, he patted me, he patted the guy in the back and said, It's going to be a good day. It looks like fast buns today, fast looking buns today for sure. Like, he literally takes into account how the buns are and as how fast he, like, he can tell you before he starts. Like, this, this is year, a he said, Good This is a bad he bun. He said, He said this year, like, yeah, buns looking a little slow today, a little stale. They've been out in the sun too long. I'm going to slow them down for sure, but we'll do what we can. You know, like, that's the way he <laughs> looks. He, it's serious, like it, it's like it, it's
0: the Eddie sports like commentary. You got to have something to say when they interview you,
3: but it's like they there's they're serious. I'm not, I'm not gonna compare them to like you know, Aaron, well Aaron Rodgers, I guess would be a pretty good, but you know what I mean. Like they're not like that, but they are like there. It takes a lot to do like the good guys. You have the big fat guy who chugs the lemonade. I don't know how hard he works at it. I know lots of guys. They hang out at home tavern, buzzes, skunk hill that can chunk lemon, chug lemonade like that, too.
0: The real hero of the eating contest is the guy that has to clean out the porta potties <laughs> after the, cleaning, uh, the eating contest.
3: The women's contest is insane to watch. Like these little tiny gals, and they're just putting hot dogs away.
0: I don't know where do they all
2: go. Is any of that staying down afterwards, or are they just yakking it up? I think it probably depends on the competitor. Some probably
0: yak it, some probably can
2: I don't know how you keep that down. Yeah. Yeah. Very carefully.
3: Then you go get on a Coney Island uh, midway ride right after (laughs) that.
2: That's how they don't keep it down. Yep.
0: I'm going on the tilt to whirl.
1: Speaking of midway rides, fair coming to town next week. It's always a good week. I
0: would give you Coney Fair.
2: Are you going to get any sleep, Max? Nope.
0: Nope. A couple hours a night.
3: Two treats. Yeah.
2: Did you did you cut a hole in the fence yet? No,
3: <laughs> I did not. I pay my I pay my debt and I can go into the fair for the week.
1: You should have like a try to get a back entrance where you can
3: I'm still I'm still making my plea to the fair board that everybody that lives on my street should get free passes for the week.
0: You just got to find out what think... the stamp is and see if you can get a copy of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Yeah. No, I was here. No, I love the fair. It's like one of
3: my favorite weeks of the year. It goes right up there with deer hunting it's pretty pretty cool yeah it's up there i am not saying it beats it, but it's up there, it's up there. It's like the deer hunting of the summer week,
1: like yes,
2: yeah. yep, I will say as a kid, like there's two things you look forward to Christmas and the, and fair. the fair, right, yeah,
3: no, I love the fair, um, so it's yeah. a good week for me.
2: And the sad part with the fair is when the fair is over, you always felt like summer was over. It wasn't, but you just felt but, like it. But no, it felt it, it was pretty close. I mean, it takes longer. To,
3: it takes longer to get to the fair than it does to get back to school. So right, so it actually, it's, it's over
1: halfway. No, you do the math, and you're like, that ain't right. But every, that's yeah. Everybody yeah. says that. Like, and oh, like, fair's done. Like summer's done.
3: You and also back to school shopping uh, yeah. is the next thing we're gonna do. You start football practice the week after the fair always, yeah. and that always felt like school like you were excited to play football again but you're like mm, school's real close now like we're showing up here every day and yeah. yeah it goes it goes quick after the fair but our coaches are always nice enough to make sure it was after, after fair, the fair week yep
0: and you know we talked about it a couple of weeks ago but bringing back the breakfast at the dairy bar, so that's gonna be a big deal Remember that as a kid, like show up at five in the morning, yep. clean out the whole area, w- hit the wash rack, come back, re-bed it, move the cattle in, go get your two eggs, toast and milk. So it'd be... Over easy.
3: Two eggs, toast and milk. Can you get you, a malt? Can you get a dairy bar malt for breakfast? Oh, yeah. You yeah, sk- I think so, yeah. A
2: thousand percent. In?
3: Every day. I don't remember getting breakfast. It is like it's I breakfast don't,
0: and you I don't, don't breakfast. I don't remember when breakfast. they ended it but it Oh no we uh, it was Yeah recently styrofoam
3: plate Yeah the, I'm not saying they they didn't have it when I was showing at the fair I just saying I don't remember getting breakfast for some reason I remember like
0: Yeah it was like a buck 25 or something Yeah, yeah. it was ridiculous Yeah it was like yeah yeah oh you got a quarter or got like a dollar Didn't
1: they ch- it was like four hers were cheaper versus not wasn't it Yeah I think wasn't it right like it, it was probably there was a yeah 4-H like price if you were yeah point.
0: If you were there, no, the Max's, the Max's, yeah. like,
3: what alternate world are you living hey, in? Hey, fake kids matter too, okay?
1: <laughs> it may have been like exhibitor price. There you I go. Think. So, yeah.
0: Now,
3: I do remember standing outside Deanna's at 1030 waiting for her to open the door so I could get me a euro for breakfast.
0: I mean, who else is there at like 6 a.m. though, really? Right. Besides exhibitors. <laughs> Usually the general public isn't showing up. People at, who really don't
3: like themselves are there at 6 a.m. The,
0: the convicts who were cleaning up garbage yeah. from the night before were about the only people there at 6 in the morning.
3: My mom and dad didn't do anything with my showing. I didn't even keep my animals. Like at my farm, I had to keep my friend's. Well, we didn't have a farm so that was why and I they but they came at like six o'clock and we're sitting in the stands waiting for the pig show to start at nine they were there at six o'clock I was like you want to come help me wash absolutely not
2: no no we're way. Come. We'll, come. we'll
3: come we'll come we'll come and sit here so I guess my parents were there at six o'clock
0: <laughs> but again they were there cuz you you were there not not the average like all well, I look at exhibits, exhibits. one year I, well and you couldn't get even get any, the yeah, buildings couldn't, yeah couldn't, right
1: that's always was wild to me, washing cattle at like, you know, getting up, which felt like 4 a.m., but it was 6 a.m., you know, when you exhibited to go wash, and then you sat there from 8 o'clock till 10 o'clock when people got there. But it was good to get up, get things Those are the best up. two hours, though, yeah, when no, it's it was,
2: quiet it you quiet. can just... Yeah, that was yeah, the barn duty to have, because then you had yeah, the rest of the day was, to wander the midway yeah. and do other stuff. Because they were all clean. Right. All the work right. was yeah. done. Maybe water them, that's it.
0: Except for show day, because then you were... Then you had to, like, High alert. just wait it out. Because show day used to run, like, you wouldn't get done until, like, 2, 3 in the afternoon.
3: Yeah, show day takes
1: forever. Then you had to wear those white clothes and keep them clean. Right,
0: keep white clothes clean. Ain't going to happen. If you were in showmanship, you better have a belt.
3: Yeah,
1: that's why beef showing, Adam.
0: Yeah, yeah, you could wear a different color be, shirt. This
1: is going to be a little bit embraced debate, but, God, beef showing was way better. You could walk forward. You could do it one-handed. You had a stick to pig. scratch their belly and kind of move feet. Pig, pigs. Is
3: it? I've never showed pigs or sheep.
1: Meg <laughs> showed sheep.
0: I showed sheep, yeah. Pigs are hands off. You don't even have to touch the pig. Yeah, you, you just
1: got a cane. So man. the
3: good ones, the good ones, they keep their pig you know, nice and aligned. I would say over 50%, though. That pig, they open the gate, and that pig runs in the pen, and it's just zoomies for two minutes.
2: Because <laughs> it's so happy to be out of the pen.
3: Out of, well, they just, yeah, they're just, pigs are funny. I
0: don't know. And sheep, I was to that as a headlock. Like you, you just, just hold their head and like try to stretch their neck so that they had the right. We, no halters.
3: Could I? Could I come live from the midway like next next <laughs> Friday night? That could be our show. Me, Max, live at the midway.
1: <laughs> you are looking live at <laughs> <You laughs> Max. Just be the grandstand entertainment. The <laughs>
2: correspondent. I just got to hit my vomit from the zipper. Oh god!
3: Fresh out of the market animal sale. We could have a correspondent. Yeah. Do you get per diem for that? No, I, think, on, I mean I think I should. <laughs> so
0: you just said how much you love the fair. Now you want to get paid to be there? Yeah.
3: It. No, okay. I want someone to pay for my euros, man. Euros are up like four bucks.
0: I'm sure everything's gonna be.
1: Well, it is fun though. It's fair time. You said Luxembourg you went to last week. Yeah, you went to week, King, County's last week. You know, and you got our gamey pretty quick. Winnebago's usually
0: end of the month. It's and state fair in August. Yeah. And Brown then,
2: County's mid-August.
0: Then you round out, yeah, with Brown County, Shano is, like, right when school starts. Yeah. Walworth County. for some reason.
2: I couldn't
1: imagine being Shano County Fair. And, right, you know, that's, li- like we were saying, it's Labor we day. always figured out a game. He was, like, well, basically school started the next day, it felt like. and yep. No, Shano County, like, literally, literally the, <laughs> the next day. <laughs> some people are skipping school to go to the fair. When I, like
0: When I got to... R- well, there were kids that we went to school with that showed at R- Shano County Fair. Yeah. Right? And that was, like, sometimes it was during school. Right. Right. Back when school started in August. Oh, true,
2: true.
3: When I went to River Falls, there was a kid who missed move-in day and like the <laughs> freshman orientation because his county fair was going on, <laughs> and then he came like two days later, you know. And we're all like, you know, we'd all kind of settled in, you know what? Well, it's especially
1: like, like two days yeah. into that part of your life, like felt like month, you know, like every. week well, you, like you you say, know what yeah. it's like
3: when you get to college at first. Like two days is kind of like you settle in, you feeling everybody out. Yeah, and then but, this new this random kid from I'll never forget him. Kenyan Wanamingo, Minnesota showed up and he was wild. <laughs> yeah, he
0: showed Ayrshire, so kind of a weirdo, but awesome. Yeah, I think at this point there might be more colored breeds <laughs> in some of these shows than
3: Holsteins. So he's a pretty good, pretty good batch of jerseys last year at the fair. Like a lot. A lot of jerseys.
0: Alright, you guys ready to get into our topic for today? Let's do it. Let's go. Alright, Bill, what do you got for us?
2: Alright, so it's a little bit of a mixed bag here with um, talking about fungicides. Is it a refuge in a bag? Um, no. That's another episode like this winter. <laughs> Not when's my corn going to tassel, but what seed should I buy? That, that's the episode. Okay. So the question I've got this week is that. When is my corn going to tassel? We've got a lot of fungicide that goes out, especially on BMR corn. So I thought this would be a good time to kind of talk through that. And then GDU update kind of intermingles because we talk about at what point in the GDU scale does the tassels come out. So first question, do you all say tassel or tassel? I'm under the age of 80,
3: so I say tassel. Tassel. I say say tassel.
1: The tassel is that thing on your graduation cap Ah. that you... i sure that's a tassel That's still a tassel. No, that's a tassel.
2: (laughs) A tassel. Flip is in it the corn. when you graduate. Yes. From left. It sure. It's to a right tassel right? on
1: the left and then tassel. Tassel on the right. <laughs> you, you tassel is, it across yes. the mortarboard. <laughs> yes. Whereas on the corn plant, it is always a tassel. So really but, tassel. but you're right, Max. There's definitely like an age thing there. It's not
3: eighty, it's probably like fifty five. Yeah. I don't know. Somewhere. How old
2: are you, Todd? <laughs> yeah, not fifty. Not, not old enough to not say tassel, right?
3: Not, no. Not old enough to say tassel. No, my grand—my grandpa said tassel. Is
1: it? Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. So okay. tassel. Tassel. So, but we're all going to say tassel here. Today. Tassel. We're tasslers. All right, we right, We've got that under control. So, how do we know when it's going to come out? Well, we can look at GDU's. You can go out in the field and pull ear or pull ears. Pull the the top of the plant out. Yeah, pulling the pull world, world is
1: is that 's just it 's such a satisfying feeling to pull it out, and then you it's just kind of kind of unwrap it. like it 's like unwrapping yeah. a present yeah, so it 's like July Christmas where you can just and then you count them leaves to yeah. to where that tassel is, so yeah so where we do you did go? some
2: we did some homework yesterday did some pre work, and we checked four different varieties planted around May tenth give or take a day or two, um, so we 've got uh 111-day BMR had four leaves to the tassel. A 97-day BMR had four leaves to the tassel. A 100-day uh, conventional was four leaves. And a 107-day, that was planned a little bit later, more like the 15th, that had five. So we're right around that four to five leaves. What, what's
1: wild is all week checking this, and it's three to five leaves to tassel. Not in each field, but like... Yeah, it's just even though we all planted say two weeks apart, right? Uh, the mature, you know, the way it emerged and how kind of May went.
0: I saw my first ear yesterday. Ooh, cool! <clears throat> it was like one plant in the field that was more, but like... you could see the ear was starting to, you know, the little yep little tip that comes out. That so yeah, it's it's getting there. It's time. The you
3: get the bumpy stock. Yeah, so that's bumpy. The, like, right. the
0: bumpy stock. Pregnant. Yep.
2: Yep so we can expect like at this time of year when we're in rapid growth two to three days per leaf so do your math you know seven to twelve days you're gonna be seeing all these plants tassel and I it's funny cuz we just talked about the fair and the, that was always my barometer like
1: sure the corn your always tassel tassels sure. around fair. fair time even though people say knee high by the first July. you want it waist to shoulder high by of yeah. waist and then you're right. If it's tasseling by fair time, you're 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 set up pretty normal, doing good on the year. One struggle I do have with that is that last leaf seems to not like. Seems like the tassels poking like like a farmer or a road scout and say like, "Oh, it's tasseling already." You told me, you yeah. know, this way. Well. When that last leaf's coming out, you'll start to really see the tassel already then. And it's kind it's, of a smaller one too. Right. So
2: it doesn't quite cover like the rest of them do. So a lot of
1: them like say like you got here, you got four leaves to tassel, say times that by the 3 days you know, per leaf 12 days. Well, usually I almost subtract the leaf and it's going to be like 9 or 10 days yeah. where where you'll see it and it'll be like, oh, "Okay, it's there."
0: I always think of it when I drive by. It's like the corn is trying to get my attention and it's raising yeah. its finger up because it's that smaller kind of pointy leaf. Yeah. It's like, it's giving hey, you the hey, middle. finger. guess what? F- hey. No, no, not the middle finger. <laughs> just saying, hey, I'm here. It's almost time.
3: Oh, some years it might be giving you the middle finger <laughs> on the right ear. If, <laughs> it's the... A,
0: if it's all pineapple, yeah, then it's probably more like the middle finger. But knock on wood, so far not have to worry about that this year.
2: So, and here's where the kind of GDU update kind of mashes with corn pollination is on average um i took this chart out of some research from uw so this is southern wisconsin so a little fuzz different than where we're at but r1 which is silking um right before the tassel come out is uh 1250 gdus so fast forward gd gdu update I jumped ahead too fast, Todd. You yeah, no, I wasn't ready, ready. ready on the horn. I got so, it. So so today, um Seymour is at eleven oh nine. So twelve fifty, we're at eleven oh nine, so we're getting darn close. Um, versus normal ten sixty six, so we're forty three ahead of normal. And um the next fourteen days we're gonna go to about fifteen uh, excuse me, fourteen fifty. So we're gonna be well above in the next two days. So that matches up with our math talking about leaves and how long it takes to come out.
1: Yeah, fourteen fifty, we need more like, like that's why like you know it's gonna be hot, but like we are maxing out GDUs in the next two weeks, a lot of days to yep. be
3: to be hitting that. So we're plus forty three GDUs right now, currently. That's two days, right? I mean, essentially. That's two good days, mm-hmm. so we're only two days ahead right now. Mm-hmm. Just to be, cl- just to be like, I think we forget that sometimes. Like, I, we're plus, but the, it's two the, days. The so. math
1: would be one point six five days, right? So yeah, max is right. Like it's, and that's maxed out. So if you just normal days, yeah, you're, you're two days ahead. It's not now. some like, not way ahead. We're not.
3: Krivitz is plus one forty five. Sun Perry is plus almost two hundred one ninety nine. Like that's a little bit more, but plus forty three, we're we're basically average
2: we are and we're pretty much on last year like looking at the numbers from last year we were at tomorrow was at 1128 so 1109 and 1128
0: really no difference there we just took a different road to get there right 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 so that's <laughs> the same spot but we took a to way different road
2: so hopefully that road is as good of yielding as the road was last year if, if the all things equal, if our GDU's were the same, how well the yields were last year. Hopefully, that road we traveled is gonna get to the point of yielding. There's what a we did lot of year. nice
0: looking corn out there right now. There's also some not so nice looking. No, corn, but but, but I would a lot agree. Of nice it, but
1: corn. The, the color this year is unbelievably green, green everywhere. Yeah, it deep. just is. And Bill, you grab a lot of and Ts too, and I don't know what you're seeing, but like it does not necessarily correlate to what's even in this like right everything looks green and then some psnts are high in summer it's right. it's just a, a wild nitrogen year that I would way say last it looks, year it was the same ri- it was rivaled, very similar you know, you're right
2: you're right with, were how green it was but I think we we got that but heat in June like we did this year again would,
3: yeah would you say corn really nice and green but a little on the short side yes well oh, yeah. on the short side, yeah. yes
2: I had last year we were talking about fungicide is we had so m- i had I don't know about you guys, but I had so many farmers that had to put the sprayer away because they were breaking it off with trying to put fungicide on and we had to get the plane out, and then I had one guy tell me yesterday he's doing wide dropping right now, and it the so he's the farm manager the and the farm the owner's like just freaking out like. I'm not dealing with the plane this year. We had too many headaches with neighbors. I'm not doing it. you got to get the wide dropping done so that we can get the fungicide. And so he's just pounding on the farm operator to get. And the farm operators are like, I'm wide dropping and this corn isn't this tall. Like It might get there, but right now, wide dropping the same time it did last year, we're not going to have that problem. It doesn't mean the yield's going to be terrible. It just means it's a little bit shorter at this point. So I do
0: agree with you, Max. Yeah, the one plant I did see in Iran was probably six feet tall.
3: I, I think we're. I think we feel good about it because it is. It is really nice and green. I just everything just seems a little on. Like, man, I wish it was. A, I like it to be over my head when it's going to so, tassel, not at eye level. And well, that's, that's
0: the. We've been riding the roller coaster since last fall. Correct. Um, you know, we're getting hot week, cold week, hot week, cold week, constantly. It was cold this morning. It was. It was 56 degrees, according to my truck, when we were driving this morning. It's like, okay. But then, like we said, next week, the first three days are all maxed out GDUs. Right. So, I mean, it's we're going to have a couple cold days here, and then right back into the fire. So, I, that's, that's a stress. Yeah. I mean, it is. It's,
3: when we say, like, oh, man, Corinne just loves his heat. It does, but it likes it to be consistent more than anything.
0: And once we hit pollination, we're going to want some of these cool, respirating nights. So yeah. hopefully we get that once the test Yeah, can out. you
3: imagine if we were pollinating right now how awesome 56 would be? Yeah. What yeah. the stupid do we got, too? <laughs> yeah, a, stupid. I mean, it's 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 super sulking out there. I mean, you can see, looking out the window, you can see how wet the corn is from here. Yeah. I mean... And there's, is,
2: there's absolutely no breeze. Like, my gauge... In my kitchen said zero because I, I have a weather station. It said literally me zero. So to finish the thought on the farm operator, he did think that the corn was bushier. I don't know if that's a technical term for corn. Bushier. But he thought there was more leaf, it was more leafy and just more expansive. Hmm. I know we talked about and that we started
1: in
0: soybeans, breeding soybeans with corn we now. Yeah, we did Got bushy that'd be growing. a
1: hard thing to like height is quite easy to to uh measure, whereas the bushiness of corn i've never even heard like I don't even know how you'd measure that year right. on year to know what it was, and I don't, it looks the same to me on that scale i, right. I don't have a good well, way to I, th-
0: I think there is a something to be said of. Certain statures of corn that hold their leaves right. more, more upright, right. more erect, I think is the preferred nomenclature, <laughs> uh, versus other ones that are droopier, and, and that could give you more of a an illusion of bushiness. I just wanted to say <laughs> erect. erect, erect, bushiness. Because on Forty One, I, dri- I laugh every time I drive by. There is like some company that's like. So, such and such erection, which means building. I mean, it's putting up a building. That's, that's the definition of that word, but it's still funny.
1: <laughs> You're a 12-year-old boy, man. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> I do recall in the, in the episode last week, somebody talking about still laughing at fart jokes. So, <laughs> we all get there. Anyhow. Um, so, okay, so we know where we're at. We know how long it's going to take to tassel tassel sorry max who he said it. got it right um well what can we use right there's a lot of stuff out there so I did so just look in there's I just found
1: it's a pretty expansive list 10 different
2: fungicides and I don't know that I really have a favorite maybe you guys do but I don't know that I have a favorite but one thing I wanted to talk about more so than the product was the application and the timing um, Of these products and there's several of them to use but one thing I is very consistent with all the fungicide products is the timing does and doesn't matter I mean I think we all know that the later we can do it the more protection we're gonna give the corn and if there's no disease present probably a better yield right yeah Um, you can do it anytime we do it early at v5 and we do it at tasseling but one thing I did notice on some of these farms if you are considering doing your own and you're worried about what I was just talking about the corn getting too tall and you breaking it off is if you're applying fungicide between V8 and VT so right as the tassels are coming out do not use adjuvant I can't stress that more every label I read said do not use adjuvant if you're applying fungicide between V8 and VT it will stress the plant too much, and basically in the label it says, "Applicator assumes all risk of that doing it that way." So we can go earlier. What, what do you what?
1: What in the adjuvant would even do that? I mean, obviously an adjuvant is to try to get something into the plant. Right. Um, so is it that it a little too aggressive at that stage, do you think? And and are you using the adjuvant all the time at tassel to R2? Like, that's out to me, too. Is, I usually do.
2: do you? Okay. Yeah. That's an auto, yeah. Especially when you're going with an airplane, I think, because you want to get... Right, your low gallons. You right, as much way. stick there as you can. Sure, well, you need a, it to stick. What's yeah. kind of
3: interesting is that you're talking, if you're going from V8 to VT, don't use adjuvant. Right. And I was doing some research i had kind of a weird call last year and i found that if spraying after tassel um spraying straight roundup doesn't seem to hurt the plant but spraying roundup with adjuvant will after tassel, after tassel through pollination that so like that's why i don't it's interesting that it's the other way around when it comes to the the, the, the fungicide label
1: that's off-label on a herbicide but yeah it's interesting Correct. that but that
3: would be a different way I didn't make the recommendation no, okay. right, right. But I was the I was the uh, as you talked about the cleanup batter on that, yeah. that situation like
1: figuring out if this is gonna be a problem yeah, yeah yep. the heck. but but that is interesting bill because do you what about at tassel so like this says you know V8 to VT you know and what about if if it is just V, you know where and, does and that? And it didn't
2: say through; it said at. Okay, that's so my like, point. Right. So if you v... see tassel, you can start yes. throwing adjuvant. Right. In. Okay. Right. For yep. what the label? And too. some labels spelled out like their recommended timing, and some didn't say a, a timing okay. at all. They just basically said don't apply the fungicide from V eight to V two. What
1: was mo- most of the recommended timings? V so tassel to R two ish. Yep. Yeah which makes sense. R2 is sort of brown silk when those, you know, when it's fully pollinated and those silks are brown. Right. Um, so which would make sense R one being sort of the goal of when it's pollinating. And if that's right in the middle of the right, recommended correct. timing, makes a lot of sense yep. too. Yeah.
2: R2, you know, when you look at the physiological charts, if I can get that word out correctly, it's blister, but you're right, Todd. That's kind of, I usually try to target that brown silk timing. Um, And that's, I would say half of them stated that timing and half of them didn't. Have
1: you seen any research, Bill, because I was talking to a farmer on this of, of, I think we all got our kind of like, I like it at pollination just to reduce the stress of pollination. Yep. But I didn't look at, I, I don't know that I've ever found research that shows, you know, like tassel R1, R2 and to yield and which is better. Like it. It seems like, like you said, that's well, a recommended timing. Mean, there's ones we feel like, well, like it's better around this time, but is it really that? Is critical? it that whole
2: thing of like the disease triangle, right? Maybe I, some years at right. tassel that triangle is completed, and there's going to be disease, and sometimes it's not until R three.
0: And I would say two. Looking at your your goal of how long you're looking for protection, grain corn going maybe Correct. on that later side would right. be better than. Silage corn, where you want it a little earlier, so you're protecting it. Hundred percent, Matt. Right? Like that's
1: actually what the, we talked exactly with that. That's the seven, girl Ryan
2: was that's seven weeks away,
1: guys. Was knowing, yeah. When <sighs> silage. when silages <laughs> to uh,
0: <laughs> only. Why did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> it's like seven more weeks, still hockey tryouts. I mean, yeah, so it's so not that far. Silage. It's not that far away. No, we're getting there. We're getting there.
3: So I know, I talked to Bill and Todd, both of you guys, this week on this question that goes into the whole timing deal so they talk about having an airplane come in or a helicopter and now we got corn i got you know we got corn that's going to tassel two leaves and we got corn that's going to tassel four or five leaves six leaves where do you i mean that airplane can be really difficult to get him to come twice how do you you split the difference and say yeah some of this is you know well into pollination and some of this is just tasseling and you I, say there it is i mean that's what yeah, we're going to do mean, I'd, we're, yeah, we're, I'd
1: go when your earliest stuff is R one at pollination, you know, yeah. and do it all. And you and I don't. I don't ever say don't
0: overthink VT, it. But when we're talking tasseling, we're not saying oh I saw a tassel. Uh, true. We're saying it should be produ- like seventy percent at least. Right. You want tassels.
1: most of your field to have tassels. I usually
0: I usually
3: say when I when you can look, you know, if we are a thousand acres of corn on this farm, when you can go to fifty percent of your fields and see tassels, call. Because by the time you actually get to
1: it, what's tricky this year too is if you're at all thinking about this, you got to call now to have it scheduled to have yes. to get on the books, get on the plane schedule, get on, you know, whatever high clearance spray or schedule you're going to do, and then like Max says, at fifty percent, has a call to get it ordered, you know, or put, which is it ordered then or is it no make the reservation now to get it in the queue and then, <laughs> yes and then next to get it ordered
0: you want it, it. In, okay it's like his prime day was the last two days <laughs> for amazon right. you want it in your cart but don't hit purchase Just, yet. Yeah. It, same conversation i had on monday it was like hey you know we're this far from tassel it's probably going to be you're sure, going to start seeing tassels next week the week after maybe that might be the timing so yeah. talk to the co- like yeah. talk to your guy so we're ready exactly Yeah, you don't want to wait till oh yeah it's all tasseled what do we got for fungicide options like are you doing a a ground rig a plane like what do we what should we do like nope not not don't wait till it's all tasseled to do that so awesome yeah i i think not that all fungicides are created equal necessarily there's different modes of action and and whatnot but um, you know, sometimes you're subject to whatever your applicator's got, and I, I don't know that there's too many out there that I would say are, are bad finger quotes. Right. I mean they're they're all they're all meant to do the job. It's just a matter of price, application rate, and timing. And if you're not applying it yourself, you're relying hopefully on your applicator to know all the right things when it comes to that. So. So, get ready. Yeah, let's get it in the queue. Get it in the queue. Put it in your cart, but don't purchase. All right. Thanks, Bill. I was looking at where we're at with corn and the potential for fungicide coming up real quick here. Now, we'll move into our spotlight for today. Today we're looking at center pivots, and for those of you who work with irrigation systems, you know that typically you're looking at a uh, either a diesel engine-driven unit or electrical-driven. If you're electrical-driven, you might be controlled, so here's an option that you may not have to worry about having the power company shut off your pivot. The first solar-powered center pivot system was launched in Nebraska, so south-central Nebraska to be specific. Uh, is the site of the nation's first solar power center pivot system, Valley Irrigation and Farmers National Company partnered on the project, which provides power to a seven tower corner arm machine to help offset energy consumption to irrigate the field. So, <clears throat>
1: is there ever a category where you you think of like how did we not already have this? Yeah, right. I, like I, when this came on, like, why did it take so I, long to get here? Right, and not that. I don't know that I want to put a bunch of solar panels in a spot where I could plant my corn, which is a solar panel. And that's right. A, and that's <laughs> exactly why. I, I, but yeah, I, I just got to think. Exactly of this why? Is like, is it why, like, why can't
2: we put these I, on top
0: of the I, That's what
1: I thought it was when he, when he, when you said it was. You sure. Know, when I saw the article, I'm like, oh, cool, like, oh cool, we put it like a big panel in the you know in the middle of the tower or across the span somehow. <laughs> and it's no, it's just like an edge of a field with yeah, you'd think with like, some panels. I don't
0: know if you have ever seen the ones that are like shaped like a flower. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You put that right right <laughs> on the pivot point and then like as it's tur- turning like would you because my thought was like would you run the pivot then to, like correspond with the sun traveling like you'd run it at that speed sure. so you're constantly catching maximum sunlight. My guess is the panels aren't are too big to do that. It like, says it, it takes,
1: takes to to power this, it takes a quarter acre of panels to power the machine. So You know, that, I yeah, where you'd think if they were moving, you wouldn't block. I don't know. It just, it was just a, um, and that too is like, do they got batteries? Like on a, are you just running it then when it's sunny? Um, And I'm sure maybe, obviously, it's hooked to the grid so they can back feed the grid and then just pull power off the grid when they need it. So it probably doesn't necessarily matter as far as, you know, that part of it. And and that's
0: that's just powering the pivot, not the well it says the well oh. well unit isn't powered by the okay. setup. Oh, I thought it would, would power, take an acre of solar yeah, Okay, panels that makes to me run when I well.
1: when I read a quarter acre I'm like, dang, I you know, you just know how much it costs to pump a water in right. you know or like what it takes to pull water up like that that I was assuming the well as well. So
0: Nope, yeah, just that's only, just the pivot. So you would okay. need an acre and a quarter to run the well end of solar panels. So yeah. But still, I mean, I, it, it, it's a good option if it works. It'll be great because you know, like I said, you won't have to worry about getting controlled a lot of time, especially next week when again we're talking. When you usually 90s. get controlled?
1: In like the afternoon when it's hot and sunny. Yep. So obviously, maybe this would still be able to. I mean, you could run your pivot. You could not pump the water out. But right. Yeah. yeah, no. yeah. It, it's an interesting concept, and it's yeah it filed in one of those things like, do we do we need this or how is this going to help or where does this go? It'd be interesting. Yeah. Relieves the six dollar a gallon diesel. Yeah, and there is spots where it's hard to get electricity too. So then you put a diesel engine there, but this would be hard where, Yeah, like I don't know how you'd have batteries to store the power out there. It It'd
3: would take a lot yeah, of
0: batteries. That would
1: to me would be not worth it. Obviously, so
2: it's, it's so funny because so you uh, take
0: your Ford Lightning, and you yeah, park it next to the pivot, and you just plug it right in. <laughs>
2: It's funny you talk about batteries, Max. We just put up new scoreboards at the Ball Diamonds. Oh man, here you go. Okay, it always yeah, goes go back ahead. to that. It does. Go ahead. You need batteries on the scoreboard. Uh, no, we, okay. we didn't want to run power, so we got solar powered scoreboards. Okay, mm-hmm. two deep cells just for simple. Yeah, these are probably LED lights. LED lights score very the score, the inning, ball strikes out. It's all it was. Two big oversized deep cell battery marine batteries for just that so now take
3: that you can replace every two years
2: right yeah and now take your well because those
3: are going to get beat on i mean oh, they're yeah, sitting yeah. on the back of the scoreboard they're not in, they're a, in a they're in a box okay so they're sitting on the back of the scoreboard <laughs> like i said they're not you know in a climate controlled no plate like you're gonna they're gonna get beat on so like the when you start thinking oh, that's kind of expensive
2: but 120 bucks a pop so, yeah, I mean, so I could see something like this you'd need i mean yeah, huge batteries
0: I think at that point you'd probably if you were going to scale this up you 'd almost just build your own little solar farm and then so you'd have <laughs> you'd probably have a field <laughs> of solar panels to run which again, how many pivots right
1: is your corn plant no i yeah. it's a, it's a very interesting uh Crux there that yeah the dry like, land corners like corn
3: like, is corn is like, a solar panel except for it can't make water for itself so that's kind of a
1: right oh agreed I'm just saying are you better off I like putting your it. corn and making ethanol and then using well, <laughs> putting an engine that burns <laughs> all right <here> me <laughs> out <around> hear, <your, laughs> hear me out you're
2: killing the environment
0: hear me out a lot of irrigation is used for potatoes in Wisconsin correct we can make a potato powered battery right oh those like like <laughs> so like you've seen or the
1: yeah i've seen that we did that
0: in like so seventh what grade if, science where you what if we <laughs> just used all the potatoes, <laughs> potatoes the to field. run the pivot we'll just, we'd never sell <laughs> any potatoes <laughs> but we were
2: self-sustaining it's sustainable yeah. i like this sustainable.
3: i don't know where the money comes in or out of that system <laughs> i don't think it does uh, i don't think it does. Uh, but I'm in. The One spot don't I went, dry like once.
1: they put them at the edge of the field. But dryland corners are usually that's right. I yeah, yeah. Say you know, I thought maybe spot, like they yeah. just put a bunch on each dryland corner, but there are two to run. You know, just to make the power go to where you got to go would be a little tough. But
3: yeah. how how big is it? Like land your potato corner. battery? You work in dryland corners. I it it varies on
1: how your corner arms are set up. But, but average. Say you don't have a corner Is it a full arm, pivot? Is it a wiper? Yeah. The, yeah, but, yeah. But no, you could have... I mean, with corner arms, you're usually down to that, say, five acres on a corner. Without corner arms, you're usually in that, you know, it could. It, it's going to be more than that to 10 to 15. But so, I'm saying you definitely for, have enough room. Right. right. For an
0: acre in a corner, you take one dry land corner right. out of production, and which really out of production for dry land Some of them quarters. are,
1: most of them are just in grass. It depends right. on the, how the farm farms it, but yeah. yeah, it can be grass or something, so. Yeah. I like your potato battery idea.
0: <laughs> potato battery. All right, so we'll keep an eye on that one. Now we'll move into our egg History Minute. So we just spent a half an hour or so telling you about tassels and how they're a marker for production in corn and all the great things. So you might be asking, well, you said earlier the Egg History Minute was on detasseling. So why would we do that? Why would we detassel corn? Well, when they make seed corn, <clears throat> in order to provide the right genetics, each and every corn plant will have a male and female flower. Tassel sits at the very top of the plant, produces the pollen. The seed companies contract with farmers to plant fields. The companies work with the farm to determine when to plant and when to de-tassel. So seed corn fields are planted with two types of corn, one that will have the tassel removed and bear the new hybrid seed. These will be female rows, and the others will retain their tassels and serve to pollinate the female rows, and they become the male rows. So the fields are planted with three or four rows of female to every one row of male. Up to 70% of the tassels are removed mechanically. Then crews come through and clean the fields by hand, removing any tassels that machines may have missed. The tasselers must remove 99.7% of the tassels in the female rows, which means crews can only miss three in every 1,000 plants. So when you think about...
1: I didn't know you could miss <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know you could miss. Any. I didn't
0: yeah, realize I think that. Ideally, you, you get wouldn't all. want I mean, any. But I
3: yeah. guess if you think about cutting hay, do you, do you miss three plants and a thousand of hay plants? Three stems and a thousand? Do they get missed, right? Yes. It be the same principle, pretty much.
0: So detasseling corn is vital to producing the best corn seed possible for the next growing season. For more than seventy years, detasseling corn has become synonymous with Midwestern culture. It's ritual in its own right. Corn is one of the is the number one cash crop in the U.S. with a value of twelve point one billion. This method of hybridization has created a sixfold increase in corn yields over the last sixty years. Did it wrong, Matt? Hmm? Billion. Oh, sorry, twelve point one billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's interesting, you know. I know Todd and I have seen this. I don't know if you, Bill and Max, if you guys have yep. seen it, but um, it's, yeah, it is interesting to see the tasslers, Um but it's like,
1: what's that goofy sprayer going, oh, okay. Yeah, that's right, <laughs> yeah. It,
0: Well, it's like lawnmower-blade helicopters that yeah. go through and It's cool, cause, I mean,
1: that's kind of how Hagee even started, was just yep. the yeah, Tasslers.
3: Yep. So, so I had never seen one before, and then when I went on the uh, tilth agronomy mission to find a combine, Oh yeah, we The research a, stuff. Yeah. They had a detassling bone or detassler boneyard there. They must have had a hundred of them.
1: Ooh, old one, like yeah, just... old
3: tylers and things like that. So that was the first time I ever saw one, and now I work with a farm. Their neighbors grow a lot of, a lot of uh, seed corn, so I get to see it every summer. It's pretty, pretty interesting. I don't know if you go through when they're doing it. It's, it's kind of wild. It's like, oh, what are they doing to that corn? Yeah. Ooh.
0: Well, and, and just what we were talking about, you know, Max, you mentioned. I've got a field that's you know two leaves tassel and another field that's four leaves tassel. That's why we have to have people go through. Is you have that unevenness and you, it doesn't pay to run the detasseler, apparently. No well, uh, they'll run through it one, multiple yeah. times
1: sometimes, but then like you say, there's still ones that yep. are They're kind of too short. And, you know, you get a yeah. short
0: plant or something where you can't really adjust the height of the detasseler. Yep. So, so yeah, and then you get. It's like cutting cutting your lawn. You set the set the cutting height.
3: <laughs> you set it too low, you just take the whole cob off. <laughs> that would be a bad day to <laughs> yeah. Whoops.
0: Sorry. It's interesting to see that, too, when you get buses just sitting of, by fields. Yeah. Buses, porta-potties, porta potties. and just like 100 people walking in a court field. Why don't so. we
3: do that? We walk the fields.
0: We could just do it for them. Because we don't walk any seed court. <laughs> do you, you want to walk an entire 160 acre pivot. No.
1: Well, well, even think of like the times where you're like, Oh, there's a patch of water hemp, I'm gonna go pick it. And you're like, Okay, I'm gonna set you know, I'm gonna be here an hour, I'll pick it. <laughs> and you get done, and it's three like hours later, yeah. Yeah. and you're like, didn't You're, even you're touch dying, it. and you look around like, Oh, there's still more. So, you're like, yeah, know. like, even think of this, like, you need a crew of people just to feel like you did acres, And you got to
2: get what 99.7? Yep, yeah, yeah. so yeah. basic basically, so, sounds awesome. <laughs>
1: Is it like a vasectomy for the corn, really? Jesus. Is that what we're doing?
3: Yes. I guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: That'd be a fun day. All right. Thanks to all our listeners out there. Please subscribe to the podcast and tell a farmer friend. You can search Tilt Talk Radio on Apple Podcasts or on an Android phone. You're going to have to download another app. We like Podcast Attic, Podbean. Player FM is also okay. You can also listen on a smartphone browser. So you could bring up your uh, just common Chrome browser on your smartphone or on your computer and go to tilthag.com slash podcasts. We're also available now on Amazon Music, which is great because then your smart speaker like Alexa can play Tilth Talk Radio as well. You just tell her, Alexa, please play Tilth Talk Radio. And you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Tilth Talk Radio.
0: All right. Thanks, Todd. Now we'll wrap things up with some cool beans that's corny in current events. So, cool beans. Cool beans.
1: Cool beans. Cool beans.
0: Cool beans. All right. Our cool beans this week. New data shows eggs' climate footprint is shrinking. So, year over year data shows... Is that good or bad? Good, I think. Okay. That's why it's the cool beans, Todd.
1: Okay. Yeah, makes sense. I
2: just wasn't... The shrinking part is... Come on, Todd. Your your carbon (laughs) footprint. Reduce your carbon footprint, right? Right.
0: So according to USDA, 2020 farming activities in the U.S. made up 11.2% or 670 of the 5,980 million metric tons of the U.S.'s total carbon contribution. That's a decrease from 2019 to 2020, dropping from 699 to 670 million metric tons of carbon dioxide. So... We're getting better at either producing less carbon, sequestering more carbon. Um, doesn't really go into the specifics of exactly what they believe the the direct cause of it was, but um, you know, in the end, I think that's a criticism of the egg industry that's been around for a couple of years now. Of you know, where it takes too much of the carbon footprint to to do agriculture, and, and we're reducing our footprint, so that's a good thing. We're finding ways to, to be better at what we do, more efficient. So, take that, people who don't like agriculture. Bam! <laughs> All right, and our That's Corny this week is... Less about the supply of oil and more about refining capacity in the U.S. So as I'm sure all of us have noted, gas prices of late have been higher than normal. uh, Sometimes confusingly jumping up or down at times. Usually up. Usually up, Uh, though right, it it was static like through 4th of July, which uh, everyone expected it to jump because usually holiday weekends mm-hmm. we're always told the increase of driving drives the price up and then it, like dropped a little bit after and now it kind of went back up but whatever it's it's so dumb to be I w- I
1: wouldn't even call it excited but I was like kind of happy like oh I'm getting it for 430 <laughs> and then as I'm pumping I'm like oh my god I remember when it, when it went over four and I was like losing my mind you guys yep. remember when it was under a dollar right do. and two years ago it was under a dollar.
3: that was so awesome <laughs> under a dollar <laughs> best day of my life
0: so uh last was it last week last week or early this week in appleton e15 was like 409 so it's the lowest i've put in my truck in how long yeah. but it was kind of
3: i did i did four four oh seven 407 in green bay on yeah. saturday
0: so um it you know Like in the '80s, we've got rising inflation driven largely by energy. Price of oil is a huge factor in things we buy, but uh, it's less about the supply, more about refining capacity. And I I think we've seen that before too, where our refinery goes down, or that one that got hacked in the last year or so. Hurricanes um, causes issues. Hurricanes, yep, shut down refineries. So, refining capacity starts with number of operable plants which has been slowly falling for years. Uh, pandemic oil demand plunged due to people not driving and prompted the closure of older, less efficient refineries. So starting up a shutdown plant is a long and difficult process, so industry analysts doubt any of them will ever reopen. Add in hurricanes, explosions, uh, and our capacity to refine is at an eight-year low. So it makes sense that... Less refining means less gas available, means more expensive. So keep in mind that there's not been a new refinery built since the 1970s in the U.S. So it, it's interesting. I, I worked at a coal plant, coal-fired power plant, uh, when I was in college, and the newest unit, like the newest turbine at that plant, was like I think 1980. So you
2: think with the some of these technologies we right. have it'd be cheaper to build one and make it than
3: you'd have to assume at some point we said this isn't efficient enough this isn't this isn't cost effective this isn't environmentally friendly we can build it better but nah I haven't touched it since the 70s like there's has to be better technology right there there has to be Yeah.
0: So yeah it it's it's an aging infrastructure that is now coming to bite us in the butt.
3: It's like Wisconsin roads, man. <laughs> Haven't been replaced since the 70s, and they all suck now.
0: So yeah, unfortunately, it doesn't bode well for the future of gas prices. But we'll see what happens. So that'll do it for today. Thanks for being here, guys.
3: Thanks for having us, Matt.
0: So this week we talked about tasseling corn, how close we are, and how many GDUs we are currently sitting at as you consider whether or not to apply a fungicide to your corn. In our spotlight, we looked at the first solar-powered center pivot system launched in Nebraska. Ag History Minute, we talked about why, despite the importance of the tassels, we sometimes detassel corn. Our Cool Beans was data shows eggs shrinking their carbon footprint. And our That's Corny is Less refineries and older equipment means oil prices or gas prices will likely stay high. So, thanks for listening, and as always, happy farming.